What's up, everybody? It is your favorite set of brothers back on your favorite podcast. Once again, Diamonds and Hash Marks, episode four. Uh, we got a lot to get into today. It's going to be an exciting day. Yeah, uh, looking forward to it. I do want to start by once again acknowledging uh, our intro and outro music. Now, I botched the recording and the implementation of it uh, because it does loop over and start over again. <laughs> and it's going to happen again on this episode uh, and on the outro again, because I quite frankly haven't had time to do that over again. Yeah. Um, but I do want to shout out my brother, uh, Peyton, the co-host of, of this show, You're... who actually made that. And yeah. yeah, like off the dome, pure original. Yeah, yep. that's a Peyton Pichardo original right there. Peyton Pichardo original there. Yeah, I remember. I remember. I made it for. I made it for something. I have yeah. no idea what. But made I made it for, it for something. Else. And then I just heard. I just heard the melody in my head. I was like, Oh, that might sound. That might sound good. And then laid a laid a beat track over it, and I was like, Oh, okay. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I'm glad that we get to. We have a. We have a reason to use it for it uh, now. So yeah, and that is copyrighted. If we find you using it, uh, we will come after you. I'm not kidding. Um, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, so anyway, uh, you've already heard. Uh, his name is Peyton Pichardo. He made the intro, outro. He's also uh, this, the second brother, not necessarily in, like, awesomeness, but, like, one of two brothers on what this episode. Yeah. yeah, well, I mean, or clearly I'm life. more so. awesome. Anyway, um, <laughs> my name is Alex Pichardo. Diamonds and hash marks. Um, this is kind of my idea to start this podcast. Uh, and Peyton, Peyton was uh, willing to join, so I figured uh, this is awesome. I, yeah. I can't wait to get started to do do this. Uh, just talk sports, specifically baseball and football, because that's what this podcast covers. That's that's kind of what we're about. Hence the name, Diamonds and Hash Marks. Mm -hmm. Catch us out uh, on Twitter. Give us a follow um, at Diamond Hash Mark. There is no S at the end of either of those. Uh, we haven't tweeted recently, and that's on me. But it is one of our methods of trying to interact with you, the fans. Um, some of those other methods are through Spotify, uh, specifically the questions and the polls that are asked, uh, if you're listening there slash watching there, because if you're on Spotify, you actually do get to watch us, which is insane. Um, but, uh, please answer those polls, uh, give us some feedback. Uh, I asked for buy, sell and hold submissions. Uh, none of you, uh, gave any, so that's okay. Um, cause I can keep coming up with them on my own, but we do want to interact with you, the fan. Um, we did do some Bengals content because one of our fans wanted some Bengals content, so we did it. Yeah. Um, we are a podcast of the people. Uh, speaking of, we need the people to give us five-star reviews. Dang, my segues are fire today so far. We yeah, need the people <laughs> to give us five-star reviews uh, because the powers that be and the algorithm uh, need those five-star reviews uh, to help other shows like us um, show up in your feed, um, help distribute our podcast more. One of those other podcasts that you may find is called What's Up, Doc? Um, mm -hmm. uh, dude, I'm telling you, my segues are awesome. All right, yeah, moving dude, on. Yeah. Right, moving on. Sorry. I'm on a roll. Uh, yeah, go check out What's Up, Doc. Nick Dockweiler uh, runs that uh, podcast with John Michael and Dan Driscoll. Today's episode that uh, was published today, I think they recorded on Tuesday, but the, the episode that was uh, published yeah. September 7th um, on Thursday, they roll through their NFL predictions. They go game by game. Um, I did not listen long enough to catch the Jags in that. Um, 
and we will not be doing a game-by-game -game pick. So if you want that, you have to go listen to them. Listen to them, give them a five-star review, listen to us, give us a five-star review. All of a sudden, we're doing well. You're enjoying what you're listening to. It's a win-win for both of us. Yeah. We're also on Apple Podcasts. I think I've already said that, but we need the five-star reviews there as well. Yeah. Um, Anything helps. Yeah, really. Anything helps. So we started our last episode talking football first just because uh, college football was back and we were so excited uh, just to talk about Colorado, LSU, FSU, mm -hmm. yep. um, just that sort of stuff. But today we're going to start off with baseball. So our football only listeners, pay attention to those show notes. Um, I'm going to do my best to put the minute mark where we transition um, in there as, as soon as I can. I didn't get to the last episode until today, so that's on me. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, I'm going to try to include it in the original uh, publish of the episode. Man, those Red Sox. Talk about them. Had a, uh, a three-game series in Tampa. Um, I want to start this off by saying Rob Manfred is public enemy number one of this podcast, and I have no problem saying that, uh, just because there were three games in Tampa, and I couldn't watch a single one of them because yep. I live in Florida, and I don't have cable. So couldn't watch uh, Bally Sports, couldn't see the Red Sox uh, win one, then lose two, which honestly is probably better for my mental health at this point. Probably, um, yeah. <laughs> I think we lost a game in the 11th after trying to go all in on it. So, um, yeah. I don't, I don't know how to feel about them right now. Because yeah, in either, the, man. in the past when we've talked about them, they've been six and a half games out, seven games out. Um, but if we look right now, as of today, uh, the wild card picture actually puts us, I think, at four and a half games out. Oh, oh, baby. Yeah. No, 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 not four and a half. We're five games out. So uh, like, we picked well, up I a mean, game and a half. Pick up a game, yeah. We, yeah, which it is because we played the wild card team Tampa and took a game from them. But yeah, yeah, that wild card Tampa, Seattle, Toronto, Texas, mm -hmm. then Boston and New York, who since they called up Jason Dominguez, is now Man. sitting at a pretty six and a half games out of the wild card. So they're not technically out of it yet. As much as right. I want them to be out of it they're still kind of in it um but I, I just don't know how to feel jaron duran's done for the rest of the year yeah sadly um, cover that on uh, one of our past uh podcast episodes so i, I want to see yeah. two maybe three I, have idea. But, I yeah. think it was the second one yeah, yeah but no that was detrimental you know i mean having that uh, uh bat in the lineup obviously uh does something to a team and you know mm -hmm. he was probably yeah. our best outfielder as of right now um, I don't know, no, Adam Duvall. Or Adam Duvall. No, it's okay. Yeah, I mean, I, I would say that that uh, Jaron Duran was a better outfielder than Verdugo when he was healthy. Oh, wow. Yeah, <laughs> I think. Yeah. Or, I mean, a better outfielder over the course of the season. I don't think he was a better outfielder during that first month of the season because Verdugo came out on fire and has kind of yeah, faded. And, yeah. Um, I don't know, he's slowly picking up steam again. Adam Duvall is doing his thing. Justin Turner is nursing a contusion somewhere. Um, so he's <laughs> in and out of the lineup. Yeah. Devers is continuing. Hey, my best friend. Yeah, yeah, you <laughs> met the guy. Met the guy, yeah. yeah. Totally did not know any English at uh, all. No, that's okay. He, yeah. uh, my favorite player. I, I need to hurry up and get a jersey. 
yeah. um, <laughs> of him. But uh, yeah, not having his best year. He started um, off hot. I remember we had like, yeah. conversations and we were like, hey, if he, if he does this, yeah. like, and, and he's already in midseason form and he just keeps on going on this train, we were talking MVP. Yeah, I yeah. do remember having that conversation because historically with Rafael Devers, he doesn't necessarily start off at a blistering pace, right. but he gets hot in like June and July. And this sure. June and July, it just didn't really show up. He's uh, yeah. He's got an interesting mentality going up there trying to hit right now. I don't think his approach is the best, but, yeah. you know, he's a professional and and he does that for a living. So I'll, I'll leave that to him to kind of figure it out. I'm not going to try to tell him how to fix his swing and his approach and everything. Sure. Um, yeah. But, man, I just don't know what to think. The... The bullpen is taxed. The starting rotation outside of James Paxton is iffy at best. We still get a sale day every once yeah. in a while, but it's kind of that up and down. Is it old Chris Sale? Is it new Chris Sale yeah. uh, type situation every time we roll somebody out there? Honestly, I feel more comfortable putting a, a guy from the bullpen out there for the first inning and then trying to roll Nick Pavetta out there. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. Yeah, for like innings two through six or seven, whatever it is, just because I don't know. It's it's an interesting situation, and the fact that the AL East is all five hundred or better again doesn't really make it any easier. Because mm. uh, we're sitting at a cool seventy two and sixty, yeah, seventy two and sixty eight. Yeah. I mean, that's only four games over five hundred, but I mean, the Yankees are seventy and sixty nine. And you don't really see third place. Hold on. You don't see fourth and fifth place in yeah. any division typically carry a winning record this late in the season. So, yeah, sure. I don't know, man. Agreed. How do you think? How do you think this winds up for us at the end of the year? Am I crying? Game one sixty two, or or yeah. am I elated yeah. that we made the playoff push and that we're in? Man, I think. I think we're sad boy hours. Yeah, which I hate to say. Um, we just don't have don't have the same spark that we did at the beginning of the season. Uh, we have people that are out on injury, as you were saying, the bullpen and just everything like that. Man, I I'm sad boy hour probably. Uh, yeah. Come uh, game one sixty two. It's which, not looking great right now. It's not looking great. Yeah, I totally but agree. But at the same time, we managed to pick up a game and a half. Even though we've lost two or three. So so we saw yeah. a couple other teams who were already in that playoff picture not do so well this past week. And yeah. I don't know. I, I have mixed emotions about it because I know the Texas Rangers came out swinging off to a blistering pace. And then yep. they went for it at the trade deadline, picked up a Roldis Chapman, picked up Max Scherzer, yep. uh, Austin Hedges. And they've kind of fallen off. Yeah. I think they kind of took their... Uh, awesome spot that they were in prior to the all-star break and kind of had like a collapse that we haven't really seen uh, for a while. Mm -hmm. um, and I don't watch enough Rangers baseball to know exactly why, but um, I think at the end of the day, we could just very easily say that they're not scoring enough runs to win ball games. Yeah. Um, whether I mean, that's when Adolis Garcia is striking out four times, yeah. Game. Mm -hmm. Like, give him the golden sombrero. And then on top of that, I think he had a home run to walk it off. Yeah. So it's like very mixed emotion. Like, you, you're going up there, you're seeing what you got at the plate. 
you're not getting the bats that you want, and then all of a sudden it's redeemed because you hit a home run and you win the game. Yeah. So I think it's just got to find better, uh, got to find better at bats. Got to look for those pitches. Yeah. I mean, and I like that's like, easier said than done, right? I mean, baseball is the hardest sport there is. Yeah. No doubt about it. Like. Yeah. And I think you could make a decent argument, you know, for basketball just because of the touch necessary and the physicality and the game. You could also make an argument for football just because it's a fully contact sport. But yeah, I I will tend to side with the argument that says any major league baseball player is athletic enough to go oh, out yeah. there on a basketball uh, a basketball court and do what somebody like Amon Shumpert or J.R. Smith did. Yeah, totally. Especially agree. when they were playing on the Cavs. I don't think there are many uh, NBA basketball players um, outside of that one guy who was at Notre Dame, played for the Bucs, Connaughton. Yeah, outside yeah. of Connaughton, just because he did play baseball for a long time, was drafted by the Orioles. I don't think there are many basketball players that could stand in the box against 95 and make contact a single time out of 100 swings. Totally agree. Because I myself couldn't do that. If I could, I'd be playing. Right. Um, but yeah, it. I think with respect to the Rangers, you do see this. They're riding extremely high. Now they're mm-hmm. riding extremely low. Now they're riding extremely high. It's this back and forth game. It doesn't seem like they've been able to find an even keel since yeah. the All-Star break. I mean, credit to the team that they were playing, the Houston Astros. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we have our own stance regarding the Houston Astros. Typically, we try to steer clear of Houston Astro talk anyway, just because of uh, what happened in 2017 and, and how much we dislike it. But yeah. we're going to talk a little bit about Jose Altuve um, and Rob Manfred again. So let's start with Jose Altuve. Sure. Who, at the start of that particular game over this past week, had four home runs in four innings, had three home runs, before the Rangers' seven, eight, nine hitters had a single at bat, which is a, a crazy coincidence, crazy stat, just to throw yeah. out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he he was popping off, and and right now the Houston Astros are sitting atop their division, yep. and you've got Seattle and uh, the Texas Rangers, who are currently out of that wild card picture, sitting uh, underneath them. So. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Do you do you think that there is another player in the league that could have four home runs and four at bats right now? Because I wouldn't have guessed Altuve. Yeah, from I wouldn't guess Altuve either. Yeah, um, yeah. four home runs and four at bats. Because my other thought goes to Josh Hamilton, who did who had that Ooh. ridiculous streak way back then. Yeah, uh, when he was with the Rangers, going against Josh Baltimore. Hamilton. That's right. Yeah, but and, I'm struggling. Uh, to come up with a single name of somebody who makes enough hard contact to go four for four with four bombs. Are we talking present or past players? Because I can think of a couple of past players. No, present. And present. today's game. Like, today's I would game. almost say that Ellie De La Cruz could do it just because he's Ellie De La Cruz. Yeah. Like, Ellie De La Cruz has his own category. And I agree yeah. with you there. Um, yeah, I can't think anybody present as of right now um, other than Ellie De La Cruz. Um, Probably somebody coming into a close second. <sighs> I would say, it pains me to say it, but probably Aaron Judge. Yeah, 
Uh, yeah, I, I guess so. Yeah, considering all the time that he missed this mm-hmm. year, he's still sitting at a cool 30 home runs, which is insane. Yeah, that is that is pretty... Yeah. Um, he makes enough hard, loud contact to do it, I think, too. So, I don't yeah. know. That's just something we wanted to bring up. Altuve, if you hear a bunch of banging around and truck movement in the background, I apologize. We're doing hurricane cleanup here in Gainesville today. They're picking up a bunch of stuff, so... Um, just bear with us as, as much as you can. Um, yeah, I, I just, I just wanted to bring up that Altuve did something incredible. Um, and as far as we know, he's not cheating this time around. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I find it hard rooting for anybody from the Astros, especially somebody like Jose Altuve. And, and then I wind up feeling bad for the guy because he's, he's gone so long. Um, yeah. Just not being a guy that anybody could root for. You and know. he hit the cycle. I know. Like, I didn't hear a word on it. And you and I were talking no. about it. Like, if, if people are saying that he's hit for the cycle, if, like, news media outlets are saying that, like, MLB or Bleacher Report or anything coming out like that, just they're going to get scrutinized. So, yeah. just because of what happened in 2017. Yeah, so, if... If Major League Baseball's Twitter account puts out the, the Red Sox, like yes, uh-huh. the cycle for Jose Altuve, and then you're sitting there, like you go read the replies, and everybody's just typing in trash can emojis. Yep. So. Which I think I think is fair because of what they did. Yeah. Uh, but at the same time, um, I don't think the 2017 Astros are actually the biggest culprit, although they did do it. Yeah. Uh, I want to point the finger back to Rob Manfred and remind the public that he is the enemy because he gave them immunity. I think we would be a lot more willing to move on from what happened in 2017 if they did serve some type of punishment, but they didn't. And so now we're sitting here uh, five years later, still scrutinizing, six years later, still scrutinizing the 2017 season. I really think the only thing that happened uh, that whole debacle was that AJ Hinch got fired from the Astros. And that was- yeah, AJ Hinch got suspended, so he wasn't able to manage, and then he got fired and hired by the Detroit Tigers. But then I think they also lost a couple draft picks in that upcoming draft, which isn't something that baseball had done before. Right. But even yeah. like, man, I thought that was so shallow because a good Major League Baseball draft by any mm-hmm. team replaces a roster. Yeah. So easily. True. There are 25 rounds. You're telling me that by taking four of their 25 picks away, you're doing damage? I don't think yeah. so. So with the draft picks in the major leagues being so high in value, do you think that the MLB eventually looks at maybe, you know, hey, let's probably let's probably add draft picks to uh, to a trade, to a manual trade? Yeah. Do you think they start trading for draft picks here soon in the next couple of years? Or are you Man. saying – I think that's one thing that actually does confuse me about Major League Baseball. Given that they have 25, I would I would see them being more willing to trade them than any other league. Mm. Uh, but then you would also have to have so many protections and so many extra oh, yeah. rules written in because of that. Like, you're telling me that, that you don't think the Los Angeles Angels or some other team that was supposed to be good but isn't wouldn't be willing to trade their entire next two years worth of draft picks to be good right now. Yeah. 
like I know that they have those provisions in the NFL and the NBA where they're you're not allowed to do it back to back years. You're not allowed to trade your number one pick. You're not allowed yeah. to be in the lottery X amount of years in a row, stuff like that. But mm-hmm. I mean, I, I think they should be, uh, but it would be a very complicated process to get started. Yeah. I, yeah. I just wanted to throw that question out there. I was like, huh, what do you think about this? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, but so we've done a lot of talk about Houston uh, sitting at the top of their division, the Texas Rangers yep. collapse. So we're going to stay in the American League right now. Sure. We're going to do a real quick. If the season ended today, mm-hmm. what the postseason picture looks like and what matchups we get. Sure. Um, so in the American League today, today now yesterday i think it was a different story two days ago it was a different story so that's how tight this is right now yeah if the season ended today Mm -hmm. you have the baltimore orioles as the one seed and you have the houston astros as the two seed so they get those first round buys they don't have to play anybody until uh we get to the best of five series yeah then you got the minnesota twins as the three seed Facing off against the six seed, Toronto. Ooh. So in a Minnesota versus Toronto, best of three in Minnesota. Now keep in mind, in Minnesota, there is no roof there, and it's yeah. October. Ooh. Who do you see coming out on top, best of three? Best of three. Yeah. Um... Keeping in mind that Toronto currently is four games better overall. Yeah. Um, I see Toronto coming out of that series. Uh, even while it's in Minnesota, obviously away games um, to be had there. But um, I just look at their lineup. I think of who they have, who they got. Um, Bo Bichette, um, yeah. who is a consistent player. We'll get you those hits when, the, uh, when it all comes down to crunch time. Yeah. Um, you got Vladdy. Um, and, I mean, if this were last year, I would say Alec Manoa. But – that's just yeah. Not that's uh, the and, the one true casualty of the pace of play rules. Yeah, is Alec the Manoa. one true casualty. Yeah. yeah so I I want to say Alec Manoa can't, but um, yeah, I'm looking at that Toronto Blue Jay uh, lineup. Uh, George Springer also comes to mind as well, being uh, coming yeah. out of center field. Um, I'm like Kevin Kiermeyer. Kevin Kiermeyer, you know, oh, man, wow, forgot yeah. about that. You really think, after looking at their roster, that they should be a lot better that, than they are? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But uh, no, I see Toronto uh, coming out of that uh, best of um, best of three. Best of, I don't yeah. Know, uh, yeah, yeah. Which, which may I add, I love. By the way, gives more uh, emphasis and more meaning to these uh, wild card games. Like, okay, so you like stuff. the new format? It's obviously the second or it's the second year that they have this new format. But yeah, you're a yeah. fan. Big fan. I, okay. I like it. it. Like it, it gives it gives more games, gives more meaning to it. I mean, while I love the one game wild card where it's all on the line, you're, yeah. you're going at it. You're it's a dogfight. Um, I'm liking like all right, like you got a, you got a couple games to get uh, get it right. You can maybe go one game. Um, other team was the next, and now it comes down to a game three. Yeah. So. Yeah, I I like it. As far as the new format goes, I. I, I'm not sure yet. I'm, I'm sure in a yet. holding position. Yeah. I loved the old format, mm-hmm. but hated the fact that it was only one game. Yeah. And I always felt like it, if you're one of those two top wildcard teams, um, then 
you get at least a best of three, a best of five, something mm -hmm. like that, because it, you wound up in 2015, 2016. Yeah. Uh, with the Oakland A's who yeah. were actually, you tell me the situation in Oakland isn't different right now. If they won the world series that year and were able to get by the wild card Cincinnati team. Yeah. Or not Cincinnati, the wild yeah. card Kansas city, team. Kansas city. Yeah. Oh my God. Like I, I think the one, crazy. yeah, because they had such a big lead. The bullpen blew it. The Royals to their credit, took advantage of each and every opportunity that they had. But you tell me right yeah. now, if that's a best of three series that Oakland doesn't come out on top hmm. and we're talking about baseball in Oakland state. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. I so totally agree. Man, that's, that that's where I'm in. Uh, that roster for the Royals is insane. That, that's something we'll get into later. I want to get, uh, what, what to get the ball rolling on this, uh, playoff yeah. prediction. when it, when it comes time, but, yeah. uh, so then you have, <clears throat> Uh, four seed Tampa Bay hosting five seed Seattle in a best of three. Who do you like? Wait, like hold Tampa. on. We got to go back. Oh. We got to go back first because I didn't pick. Oh my God. I didn't say anything. I think That's I take right. Toronto too. I take yeah. Toronto in a best of three, even though it's in Minnesota and it's cold. The one thing that makes me hesitant to do that is I know that the top two guys in Minnesota's rotation are pretty good. It's Sonny Gray. Um, and I forget the other guy's name. I just see, I've just seen him pitch a bunch. Sure. And Carlos Correa, because if Carlos Correa gets hot as he does in October, look out. Look out. Yeah. I still take Toronto right now, though. Um, yeah, okay. But let's go ahead. Five seed Tampa Bay, six seed Seattle in Tampa. Best of three. Who do you have? Tampa. Okay. Um, that's 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 an upbringing for me. Uh, started off the year hot. Has been consistent. I think through and through. Um, I want to say what they're eighty. They won 85 games. Yeah, 85-55. 85-55. And um, it's still, like, not the best um, um, record in the MLB because that is held by the Atlanta Braves. Um, right. But in the American League, it's the Baltimore Orioles who came out of nowhere. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, Tampa, Seattle. I also take Tampa just because yeah. they have two games – to win and 22 formidable bullpen arms to go through to get there. Yeah. Or whatever that number is. I think Tampa can just out pitch you any day of the week, especially considering that glass now uh, yeah. had 14 Ks against the Red Sox the other night. So here we are back to crying about the Red Sox. We're down bad right now, but I also take Tampa in that series. Um, now that the thing right now that bugs me about this is that Texas is a half game out. And so if Toronto loses tonight and Texas wins tonight, it switches. And all of a sudden yeah. we're talking about Texas and Minnesota and we're talking mm -hmm. about Texas winning. So those are those first round predictions. We're not going to get into the second and, and third world series prediction. We're just going to give you a world series winner who we think is in the world series because a, one day changes the entire playoff picture right now in both the yeah. American League and the National League. Yeah. So if we go and look at the National League, sure. The Atlanta Braves at 90 and 48, which is ridiculous, get the one seed. The Los Angeles Dodgers at 84 and 54 get the two seed. So they get the bye. Yeah, yeah. As of today, it is the Milwaukee Brewers hosting the Miami Marlins. 
in a best of three because Cincinnati and Arizona are both a half game out. The San Francisco Giants, who we said last week was the team that would fall off if a team did fall off, are currently two and a half games out. So things have changed dramatically already. Okay, so Brewers hosting Miami. Best of three. Who do you have? <clears throat> I'm completely just thrown off by all that that you just, I know. You just said. We're um, going to have this conversation again on Monday yeah, of next week. Stay tuned to. for that episode. Definitely it's going to be different to. teams. <laughs> yep. Um. Gosh. So I'm actually going to see the Marlins play the Braves in Miami um, next week. Yeah. So that will be exciting. I'm looking forward to that. Um. But wow. Okay. Um. You know what? Underdog. I'm going to take Miami. Wow. Okay. Actually, I side there too. They, we, if we take a look back at their trade deadline, they had an amazing deadline. Yes. Picking up Josh Bell and Mm -hmm. somebody else. I know David Robertson has fallen flat, but their pickup of Josh Bell worked out for them. He's been on fire ever since he got there. Yeah. I, I can't. Okay. So this is on me. I don't watch enough Milwaukee Brewers baseball to know. Yeah. Other than Christian Yelich, I can't name you a bat that I'm scared of. So there's Christian Yelich. Um, exactly. Okay, thanks for making my point. Yeah. Miami. I, I, yeah. Miami, I know I got Arias getting on base and Josh Bell hitting him in. Yep. As far as pitchers go, I have to rely on Alcantara being the guy. Oh, and who's who's the rookie they called up this year? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, man, that's on us. We should know his yeah. name. Yeah, he's going to be a force. Is. I think he's going to go after it. Yeah. Yeah, but I got Miami winning best of three. Then you have four-seed Philadelphia hosting five-seed Chicago. Yuri Perez. Yeah, Yuri Perez. Okay, Yuri Perez. yeah. One, two, I think Miami's got it against Milwaukee. But yeah, then sorry. in Philly, uh, yeah, four-five matchup, Philly hosting Chicago. With Stroman out, I take Philly. Yeah, is it in, is it in Philadelphia? Yeah, in Philadelphia, um, the Phillies aren't going anywhere right now in the wild card. They have a plus five game margin. Oh wow! Yeah, um, over Miami. So the NL East is looking pretty locked up, I think, as of right now. But uh, yeah, I take Philly. But yeah, Philly. I don't I don't think Philly gets further than Atlanta or the Dodgers. Agreed. I think we are looking at Atlanta and the Dodgers and the pennant. And I think yep. I'm taking Atlanta out of the National League and the yep. American League. Gosh. I I would have a hard time saying that Baltimore doesn't make it to the World Series this year, but nobody on that roster has any playoff experience. Yeah. And so I think we're looking at Atlanta versus Houston round two, which I'm not a fan of, and I'm going to be wearing a Braves hat the entire time. Yeah. But I got my, but I, got, I, I got my two that are sitting right in my closet. So, yeah. Um, All right. So who are, I think we're looking at Braves versus Houston. Who do you think we're looking at come, come the end of the season? You know, I think, um, man, um, I think Baltimore has a run, but they don't make it to the World Series. Yeah. I think Tampa Bay does. 
because um, I mean it's all it's all about October, like who's like okay. who's hot going into October. Um, and you think Tampa catches fire and gets to the final best of seven? They get to the final best of seven, um, and I see a Tampa Bay Atlanta Braves World Series. Okay, that could be very entertaining. Yeah, yeah, for real. Because uh, because you got. Uh, Randy Rosarena and Ronald Acuna, two of the biggest personalities going at it head to head. Yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's and then you'd have Spencer fight. Strider, Tyler Glass. Now, game one. Ooh, I can picture it. Yeah, sitting on the couch drinking Oktoberfest. Here we go. <laughs> I got nice. I got my boys from Fox on the call. It's going to be a great night. Yeah, um, I love it. I no, love it. yeah. So that's going to be fun. Again, yeah. we're going to keep having these conversations. Yeah, I, I feel I like it. we're a little low energy today. Uh, compared to other days. I, at least I feel like that. I, I'm a little tired after work. I'm not calling you out. I'm calling myself out. But no, I, yeah, I'm a, I'm a little tired as well, but uh, this, we're getting, we're getting this, by. We're getting through. Yeah, this playoff picture is going to keep changing, so we're going to keep talking about it um, because I just don't know if we can expect Arizona and Cincinnati and San Fran to stay out of it now. Mm. Um, but the Red Sox do have three games against Baltimore coming up, so we're definitely getting eliminated this uh, upcoming week. It's going to be yeah. sad. Yeah, Let's go ahead and play some Immaculate Grid. Um, now we're going to try something we haven't tried before and screen share. So if you're watching, um, please bear with us if everything blacks out. If you're listening, yes. uh, we're going to do it the same way we normally do. We're just going to tell you what's involved. And then we're going to tell you uh, who we're thinking of as we go. Uh, so I'm going to try it. We are screen sharing the Immaculate Grid screen that pops up. Now Double hopefully please. you can still see everything. If not, that is my bad. How are we looking, Peyton? So we're looking good. I don't have okay. I don't have your screen shared yet, but okay, there we go. We're good. Okay. So if you're listening, up along the top, we got the Detroit Tigers, the New York Mets, and a 40-plus safe season. Along that left-hand side, we're looking at the Los Angeles Angels, the San Diego Padres, and the New yeah. York Yankees. Ooh, I'm looking at right. that top left corner. And yeah. The name that comes to mind is Justin Upton. Yep. And I, I know. Okay. All right. So, so I'll wait, go ahead. So hold on. That checks out for both Angels and Padres. Justin Upton played for the Padres? He did. Man, I don't. You know, I'm, I'm taking my wins where I can get them. We're going with Take Justin Upton. Love it. Love it. Do it. Yeah. Um, now that 40 save season pitchers. Uh, mm -hmm. On that right-hand side, I can think of three easy names for all of them. Yes. I know that I the rarity too. scores are going to be horrendously high. Yeah. But, again, we're taking wins where we can get them. So that 40-plus sure. save, uh, save season for the Los Angeles Angels, we're going to go with Francisco Rodriguez. Rodriguez. Yeah, Frankie Rodriguez. Love it. 47% rarity score. That's horrendous. Okay. Yeah. Uh, San Diego. <laughs> I almost want to try Craig Kimbrell uh, because I know he was there for a while. I know. But I don't I know. know if he works. Um, I know for a fact Trevor Hoffman does. Trevor um, Hoffman. So... Wait, did Heath Bell? Man, I don't know. Because um, I feel I like that would be a lower score. Then... Because like, I remember he was in the All-Star game. Yeah, One of those and, years. And he did that thing where he ran in and was out of breath. And Oh, my gosh. Yeah, so yeah. beautiful, though. 
Love that um, guy. <laughs> love that guy. Love him. So um, the year that Craig Kimbrell was in San Diego, he finished the year with 39 saves. He did not have a 40-plus save year, mm. which I'm lucky that we didn't put that in. Let's go ahead and, and look at Heath Bell. Heath Bell, while he was with the San Diego Padres... Oh, he did. So you're right. Let's We're going to put in Heath Bell and find out what that rarity score is. Let's give it to me. 13. That's a lot better. Go. And the New York Yankees, we're going to go ahead and put in Mariano Rivera because that one's kind of obvious. May I, may I add Mariano Rivera? Um, I was... Man. Mariano Rivera, well, I hate to say it, great player, great Yankee yeah. player. Like, when I think about New York, I think either him or Derek Jeter. So Yeah. Yeah, and, and well, I, I respect I respect what he did. And yeah. but thank you for the two thousand four World Series, Mariano. You'll always yeah. be a legend for that. Thank you for that. Yeah, I appreciate Let's it. Go. Um, um okay. San Diego, New York Mets, uh the name that comes to mind is Seth Lugo. Wow. I'm pretty sure he pitched for the Mets last year and signed a deal with San Diego this year. Yeah. I think I checked he, out. I think he did. So we're gonna go with Seth Lugo. Are you looking at any of these squares and have any ideas? I am thinking about it. I want to make sure Seth, Seth Lugo is okay, 7%. 7%. Okay. Yankees. So Yankees, Yankees and Mets. So who stayed in New York? I got one. Okay. I already typed okay. it in. No, no, no. Not that one. Okay. Which one? Dylan Batanzas. Ah, that's awesome. I like that one. Yeah. Good. Okay. Put in, put in my boy Patantis. Let's see. Yeah, that's a good one. Man, that guy kind of fell off, didn't he? Yeah, he did. What, what, what does that rarity score say? I can't see it. 3% right there. 3%. Let's go. Okay, sick. All right. Gosh, uh, we're three away from being immaculate here. Let's see if we can do it. New York do it. and Detroit. Ah, gosh. Anytime I think New York and, and Detroit, I think about Raul Labanez in that postseason series just going yeah. off. Yeah. But I don't think he ever played for Detroit. Detroit, no. Um, I don't think he did either. Um, gosh. That's how, a rough one. How crazy would it be if we typed in Xavier Nady? Because mm. he played for New York and he played for San Diego. Did he ever play... For Detroit, I don't think he did. Mm. Ah, man, this is going to bother me, not being able yeah. to get one in this corner. Yeah. Okay. Hold on, hold on, hold on. All right, San Diego and Detroit, come on, that's got to be easy. Did James Shields ever play for the Tigers? No, uh, no, I don't think he did. <laughs> All right. Well, we did our best, but I think yeah. we're going to have to move on from this because those three are tough. So we went six for nine today. That's six for nine. that's not terrible. Yeah. Not, not terrible. terrible at all. Um, so we tested that out. It seemed to have worked. Um, if we missed an obvious player, yeah, please like call us out. Yeah, please. call us out on that. Um, if you can think of somebody while well, we could not. Um, yeah. So last week, uh, our Thursday episode, we instituted this new segment called Buy, Sell, or Hold. Mm -hmm. um, I'm looking forward to this being uh, just one of, one of my favorite segments. I, I look forward to this every single time now, yeah. I think. 
Um, so I got some buy seller holds. So we're going to start with baseball and roll into football with these buy seller holds. So the first one that I got for you, we talked right. about this briefly over text. Buy seller yeah. hold the Atlanta Braves could win a best of five series against the American League All Star team. Yeah. <laughs> um, Sounds absurd, but. I mean, you go hey, first. You go first. It's not another question. So, yeah, um, I had a conversation with this actually with um, a good friend of mine who was a huge Atlanta Braves fan, like was even around with the 90s team. And I talked with him, and he said that this is the best Braves team he has ever seen, yeah. which which I totally agree with. Like, no disrespect to Chipper Jones or Andrew Jones and the Joneses. And, man, like, go to the squad. You got Smoltz, yeah. Glavin. Um, Maddox. Maddox, thank you. Gosh, shout out Greg Maddox. Um, yeah, looking at that, and I'm like – I think I think this this new era of Atlanta Braves baseball. I think it's it, it's definitely in question that they are the best yeah. Braves team we've ever seen. If um, I think if there were a Braves team that could do it, it would be this one. But the question yeah. remains: Could they? Could they? Because in a best of five series, you have to think the American League All Star team automatically the lineup is goaded. But yeah. so is the Braves lineup one to nine. The nine hitter for the Atlanta Braves is Michael Harris which is wild to me. Right. Rookie of the year. So, so I'm really, I think it comes down to pitching. Yeah. So, so if you're the Atlanta Braves, hold. yeah, you're that's holding. Hold. Okay. Ah, uh, I think I, I would have to buy. You'd buy. Wow. Okay. I would buy this actually. Yeah. If, if we're at September 7th and you're at 90 wins, you deserve for this conversation to be had about you. Yeah. Um, no, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at both teams. Right. And I think Atlanta has the like offense to yeah. really uh, like do some damage. Yeah. Damage. Now, obviously um, you look at the pitchers and, and you would say, okay, Spencer Strider, Charlie Morton, after that, the three, four, five in your rotation is automatically inferior to whoever the American league all-star team rolls out. Max Freed, don't forget Max Freed. Max Freed, Mike Soroka came back recently too, but he's back on the IL. So mm. I don't know. I think everybody on that roster in their prime, if if everybody's healthy, it would be a, a dangerous conversation to have. But as it stands right now, I'll go ahead and buy it because I, I love engaging in uh, yeah. reckless speculation like that. So uh, next, buy, sell, or hold. Also, for those watching, I am eating some flower seeds. If Biggs wants to sponsor us, uh, yeah. welcome Biggs, to hit us but, up. I will up. talk about your dill pickle flavor all day if oh, you would love to sponsor get us. me right. Okay. okay. Anyway, so let's move on. on before you get too into that. Buy, sell, or <laughs> hold. The Texas Rangers missed the postseason. Oh, man. Ah, oh, man. You know, it's, it's, gone, it's gone right for the Rangers this season. Um, the AL is just that strong. Yeah. And... Man, I, I'm got to buy. I'm got to buy. It's divisions like the AL West and the AL East that make me think, uh, at least in their top three strengths, what are the rest of the divisions doing wrong? Because the yeah. AL Central, <laughs> there's a shot that we see a losing record team representing the AL Central at the end of the which year, is wild. which 
I think baseball should amend their rules. And if you finish the year with a losing record, it should be an automatic disqualifier and your, uh, <laughs> your spot goes to the highest wildcard team. Wow. Yeah. My personal Dang. opinion, but I mean, no, I like it. again, I love it. reckless speculation. Nobody's ever really going to listen to that, especially Rob Manfred, because he knows we don't like him, but the Texas Rangers missing the postseason. Um, I hate it. I hate that they could have a first half like they did and lose out, but I have to buy. I think at this point, they're out. If I'm sitting here as hopeful as I am about the Red Sox at five games out this late in the year, um, then the Texas Rangers are going to miss just because the AL West is that strong, the AL East is that strong. So, um, yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, dislike it, but because uh, I love seeing postseason Max Scherzer getting after it, but. I don't think yeah. it's happening this year. Mm-hmm. My seller holds switching to football now. Ooh, let me go ahead and mark it. So uh, if you are a football-only listener, this is where uh, you've started listening. Um, we're in the middle of a buy-seller-hold segment. Um, Peyton, buy-seller-hold. Anthony Richardson wins Rookie of the Year. Mm-hmm. Man, these are some good buy-seller-holds this week. Um, Thank you. So... Because that rookie class is loaded. Rookie class is loaded. So, like, the rookies that come to mind for me, obviously you got Bryce Young coming out of Carolina. You got um, CJ Stroud coming out of Houston. Um, I don't think Houston has enough offensive weapons for him to really uh, strive and really try to push for that rookie of the year. Uh, I look at Bryce Young. um, They lost DJ Moore uh, in the trade because the Bears were originally going to have that first first pick, but they traded it over to Carolina. so I'm looking at their offense. I don't think they have any offensive weapons. Um, I'm looking at the Colts, man. And boy, so they got Jonathan Taylor. They got um, what's Who's Michael out? Pittman Jr. So if, if somebody's going to get the Colts to the playoffs, it's Anthony Richardson. Has to be, yeah. Anthony Richardson cannot play poorly if the Colts are going to the playoffs. Agreed. So, um, so as far as... The offensive rookie of the year conversation goes. Yeah, like I, I think it's going to be very difficult to buy this and sell on Bijan Robinson. Oh, wow! Yeah, you know, That's a good point. Yeah, um, because think, as far as quarterbacks go, I think we automatically think C.J. Stroud, uh, Bryce Young. Okay, you know what? Anthony Richardson might have a better year than those two, just because of the state of their respective teams. Right. But Right, right, Bijan right. Robinson is walking in there, and he's RB one from the beginning. Yeah, <clears throat> so that's tough. Yeah. So, so I, Anthony Richardson wins Rookie of the Year. I have to hold just because of mm-hmm. Bijan Robinson. I think. Yeah, I. I'm gonna sell. Okay, I can't wait to have this conversation later after we've seen a couple games. Yeah, me too. But as of right now, I think I have to hold. I got to sell. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, that is prone to gotta, change, yeah. for sure. Yeah. yeah. Prone to change. Always, always for that. Hope he does well. Uh, yeah, just not too. in week one against the Jags. That is All right. Correct. Our fourth and final buy seller hold of the day. Buy seller hold the Dallas Cowboys miss the playoffs. Bye. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> that was so fast. That was very fast. Sorry to You're the You're not Batman. thinking about that twice? Um, yeah, not thinking about that twice. Um, it's Dak's make or break year. 
and how and every Cowboys year is always the same thing. And I could probably say that about the Jags as well. Uh, but, but I think in we the have opposite promising way. talent. Yeah, the Cowboys fans for years on end have been telling us their team is back and they only have one playoff win to show for it. Yep. Give or take Des catching a, a football, allegedly. Jags fans, we've been the, in the same mode every year except the 2017 season. Yep. Which was a, a miracle defense in this most recent year, which is we oh. suck. It's going to be terrible. Let's see how many we can lose in a row. So it, it's been very different. So yeah. if you look at the Cowboys schedule, saying that they missed the playoffs, I think given their division and, and the way that the wild card shakes out, I think we have to say that they finish with only nine wins. Yeah. Okay. Around there. Mm-hmm. So they're home New York Giants to start the year. Now, <laughs> I don't think this is going to go the way that the Dallas Cowboy fans think it's going to go. Right. And that's going to be ugly in Dallas. Yeah. Week two is away New York Jets. I think, am I getting the home and away right? Oh, no, 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 I'm not. So week one, they're at the New York Giants. Okay, definitely losing. Week two, home New York Jets. Aaron Rodgers shows up with Brace Hall and Dalvin Cook. Sauce Gardner is locking up CD, which means Dak. Williams, too. Yeah, Dak has to make his throws to Brandon Cook's. And CD Lamb, but but CD's locked up by Sauce. Oh, yeah. So you're you're banking on Tony Pollard carrying you, I think, at that point. Okay, so it's possible they come out of the gate zero and two, and then everybody panics. Yep. Right. Week it's three cool. at Arizona. That's a win. Yeah. So that's one for sure win. Week four, Ezekiel Elliott comes back. Against the New York uh, New England Patriots, that's possibly win number two. Forty ers that's a loss. Chargers, that's a tough game. We'll give them the third win. October 29th. they are hosting the Rams. They didn't get any favors from the schedule makers mm-hmm. because they, say they beat the Rams, that's four. Then they got the Eagles on the road. The Giants at home, I don't know how that goes. You have to beat the Panthers, that's five. Commanders, that's six. Seahawks is a toss-up. Eagles is a loss. Bills is a loss. Dolphins could be a win. Seven. Lions, that's a win. Eight. Commanders, nine. There you go. So that, Okay, so they get it. Yeah. Allegedly. Allegedly. That's yeah. accounting for them beating... The Seahawks mm-hmm. and the Chargers and the Patriots and the Rams, mm-hmm. which they could, but by seller hold, Dallas misses the playoffs. You say bye, I say bye. I don't think Dak gets it done this year. Glad we're in agreement. <laughs> All right, cool. That was fun. That was yeah. fun. Um, if you want to be a part of the show, uh, go ahead and throw in your buy, seller hold submission. Uh, if you're listening on Spotify, it's going to ask you a couple questions. One of them is uh, probably a poll or some question that I put up. The other one is going to ask you, what did you think about this show? 
Uh, and then on that question, I put slash buy, seller, hold submission. So if you have a buy, seller, hold hot take that you would like us to discuss and be a part of the show, uh, please go ahead, make a submission, and then you can tell me whether or not you want me to include your name. I think that's a fair deal. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so uh, tonight is opening night. Uh, we got yeah, the so Detroit Lions against the Kansas City Chiefs, and it is, I think it's going to go the Chiefs' way. It's the banner-raising night. Uh, is yep. Travis Kelsey out, officially? Travis Kelsey is out, I believe. I Travis Kelsey. Uh, yeah. Okay, so, so that, I will check of, again just to make sure. Oh, they um, gave an update at 2.58 p.m., so that's close to an hour old. They're probably going to say he's day-to-day, and they're going to see how he is at game time or whatever. But Travis yeah, Kelsey so they hurt, still, I they think. They still have him as questionable. Okay, so he could go. I guess it just depends on how he feels, but I think this goes the Chiefs' way, um, one way or another, whether or not he's yeah. healthy. Yeah, I agree. Um, uh, at Arrowhead, um, Chiefs are favored by five. Yeah, so let's just go ahead and make this the first game that we pick as far as yep. NFL is concerned. Let's rattle yep. this off. Uh, Chiefs, favored by five. Uh, this is according to Caesars uh, Sportsbook, Caesars Palace, yep. whatever that corporation is. If you would like to sponsor us, uh, please include the correct pronunciation of your corporation, and maybe I'll get it right. So, Caesar Sportsbook, um, Kansas City by five. I take Kansas City. They covered the spread over under 53 and a half. I'm hitting the under on that. I am slamming the under, actually. Also, if you're taking betting advice from us, you need to stop. You have a problem if you're Thank taking you. betting advice from us. At that point, you need to just go ahead and dial 1-800-GAMBLING because you have an addiction. That being wow. said, that being that said, said. Um, Kansas yeah. City covers the spread, and I'm slamming the under. Yeah, so uh, I think Kansas City covers the spread. I think they win by a touchdown. Um, I like those. Uh, I'm going to actually go over it because here's what we got here. We got um, a promising Lions team. I really like their chances this year uh, in their division. I forget which division they're in. They're in the NFC. I am not as fine-tuned on NFL divisions as yeah. I no, know I that think, they're – No, they're I think the they're NFC. with the – No, they're with the, the Bills. No, not the Bills. They're with the Bears, the Packers, mm-hmm. and the Vikings. The Vikings. So Good luck. NFC North, then. Is that, is that right? NFC North? I don't know. Okay, well... Why are you asking me? So if there's any Lions fans listening or anybody in that division that's listening, we are <laughs> yeah, terrible we apologize. with our division we suck. Um, vernacular or yeah. whatever you want to call one it. Of us, one and, of us can't pronounce things. The other drinks hot chocolate when he's sick. So, like... And eats sunflower seeds. And eats things. sunflower seeds while things. recording, so... Yeah. Um, so here's what we got. We got Jared Goff and Patrick Mahomes. Do you remember the last time they faced each other? In oh, it was Coliseum. an absolute shootout. It was a shootout. Yeah, for but, but that's Jared Goff. That's Jared Goff with guys like Todd Gurley and Cooper Cup, uh, and and an offensive genius in uh, whatever that head coach's name is. I forget. No, I'm blanking. Oh God, McShay? No, McVay. Sean McVay. McVay. Yeah, Sean McVay. Okay, all right, McShay. Yeah. Where'd that come from? That's not yeah. even a name. Yeah, yeah, no, no so that's I'm interesting look, you bring that up. I'm looking at that, and I'm like, they're both very talented quarterbacks. Um, 
And if we're saying the over-under is 53 and a half, that means – what does that mean? So that leaves – You're, you're banking on scoring. one team. Yeah. You say one team scores 30, the other scores 20. Yeah. But then Kansas City scores, I don't know, 35, something like that. That's what yeah. you're saying, essentially. And I, and I like that, I think. I think um, I think Lions are going to put up a, a good amount of uh, points on the board. And then okay. Kansas City's just going to beat them because Kansas City's Kansas City. Uh, I love what yeah. um, I love what they're doing. Man, so, yeah. take take the start time uh, of eight twenty p.m. on NBC and inject that into my veins because we're going to hear the Sunday night theme song. It's just going to be awesome. I'm looking forward to it. Um, next game that we're going to pick is uh, Jags and Colts, obviously, because this is a show uh, whose logo does include the Jacksonville Jaguars. Mm-hmm. Um, so this game, Jacksonville is favored by five. The game is in Indianapolis. Okay. Jacksonville covers the spread. Sure. Um, over under a 45 and a half. I am slamming the over. I am Slamming stupid the over. confident in Calvin yep. Ridley. Confident in Calvin Ridley. Travis um, Etienne. Travis Etienne. Uh, I feel like he's going to uh, dump. Uh, um, Trevor's going to dump uh, it off to him. Yeah, lots of checkdowns. Uh, lots of, lots of checkdowns is what I'm expecting. Uh, he's a lots good. Lots of Tampa too. Yeah. Uh, he's yep. a, he's a good. Um, Etienne's a good receiver and a good rusher. So yeah. Um, that should be very exciting to watch. Christian Kirk, obviously, you got him. Zay Jones. Um, yeah. I'm really, I'm really I, hopeful. Yeah. I want to be really hopeful. Um, yeah. So I'm if, trying to stay if on the that Jags, route. If the Jags win the Super Bowl this year, I'm going to have to buy a jersey. I'm going to yeah. have to at that point. Yeah. It, not even if we win the Super Like, if we sniff the playoffs again, I'm going to want to buy a jersey again. Yeah. So last game that we're going to pick, um, 8-15 on ESPN and ABC, uh, Buffalo and the New York Jets. That game, game, according to Caesars Sportbooks right now, has the line at Buffalo, favored by two and a half, so less than a field goal. Okay. This game is in New Jersey. This game is at MetLife, so it's a home game for the Jets, and they're still saying Buffalo favored by two and a half. I say the Jets cover, and I'm taking the over, because it's 45 and a half again. I don't see Josh Allen and Aaron Rodgers running offenses that both score less than 20. Mm-hmm. Mm. Man. So, yeah. I'm actually going to take Buffalo in this game. I think Buffalo wins it um, yeah. on, a, on an away game. <clears throat> Sorry, there's the subplot. Yeah, um, golly. And I'm going to take the over. I'm going to take the over in this one. Okay. <clears throat> All right, so I will write those down so we can keep track. Um, Gosh, what is happening? <laughs> you're struggling. No, it's because you're eating that <laughs> right, taco I've flavor seen, in some I've never eating sunflower seeds again on yeah. um, a podcast. Gosh. No, of course not. <laughs> Man, I can't have anything, I can't have anything nice. <laughs> yeah, you can't. This is why uh, we couldn't do a show about anything else that was more serious because you're over here doing that. We had to talk sports. Um, all right, that was my last seat. No more. All right. All right. As far hey, as college games are concerned. Sure. Um, yeah. I'm looking at a couple of them. The one that I'm most intrigued by, obviously, is the Texas versus Alabama game. That's Saturday Woo! night at 7 on ESPN. Alabama favored by a touchdown right now, according to Caesar Sportbooks. Um, over under at 54. I'm slamming the over 
and Texas covers. I think Alabama wins, but Texas covers. Okay. <clears throat> wow. Um, yeah, so I didn't I didn't see who Alabama played last week. There's probably a nobody to start out with one. But, um, yeah, so I'm looking at that. So that's Quinn Ewers against uh, Milrow. Yeah. <sighs> um, I like I like Ewers in this one. I think I think that's where I think that's where my heart wants to go. Um, so you're taking Texas to beat Alabama. Texas to beat Alabama. Am I? That's uh, are you? That's uh, a hot take. That deserves a buy seller hold in and of itself. Is Texas yeah. back? Because Texas you're back, essentially man. buying that by saying Texas is beating Alabama. You're betting no, against no, no. Nick okay. Saban. Okay, all right. Okay. I'm betting against Nick Saban. Um, but gosh, if if Texas does win, just know, listeners, I was on it before anybody else. But you never claimed it. You said it, but you, you didn't say it with your chest, never though. Okay. I never said it with my chest, but Alabama, I think, <laughs> um, covers. And then uh, what was the okay. uh, over-under? I'm looking at it right now. 45 54. and a half. Or 54. Sorry. Sorry. I'm just like That was wild. Okay. Right, um, 54. Um, man, I think it's a shootout. I'm slamming the I'm slamming the over as well. Yeah, has to be, I think. Yeah, I, I think Alabama could just run it down anybody's throat at this point in the yeah. year. But um, All right, next game, Tulane and Ole Miss. Both of these teams are 1-0. Both of these teams are uh, ranked. Yeah. Uh, one of them is ranked at 20. One is ranked at 24. Uh. It has Ole Miss favored by uh, seven and a half, and the over under at sixty six. I say oh. Tulane covers, and I'm slamming the under. Um, there Ole is Miss. A, to oh. be clear, there is no analysis going behind that. That's that just sounded good. Yeah, yeah. I don't um, watch either of those teams enough to know. Uh, yeah, um, shout out to Leighton Kiffin though and Ole Miss. I feel like uh, they uh, this is an easy one for them. So I'm yeah. taking Ole Miss, um, taking Ole Miss here, and then um, actually going to go under. Okay, I think it's a low scoring right. game. So I would love to be able to pick the Florida Gators versus McNeese State game. Because yeah. I think that would be very interesting to look at. But Caesar Sportbooks through ESPN isn't providing uh, numbers for that right now. Dang. So Stop. all that we're going to say about the Florida versus McNeese State game is if Billy Napier loses a game. I'm looking at the camera. If Billy Napier loses a game against a school named after a state that doesn't exist, he should be fired. So we're going to move on to Nebraska right, and Colorado. That's the last game that we pick. Yeah. Colorado favored by a field goal. Over under at 59 and a half. Colorado covers. I'm taking the over. If if Colorado's going to put up 45 against TCU in an away game, just imagine what they're going to do to poor Nebraska. Yeah. Um, and Matt Rule is the coach over there in Nebraska. He's starting out uh, this season. And he's already 0-1. He's going to be 0-2. Yeah. Colorado by a million. Yeah, I think we're both on the Colorado train. Um, So it's possible by the end of the year you see us wearing Colorado hats. 
just I, like I love the Gators, but at the same time, you break my heart enough times. I'm willing to support other teams when I'm watching bad football. Yep. Um, so that, those are our picks. Uh, the last thing that we want to do today is go ahead and share our uh, fantasy football teams uh, and the it. picks that we made in those. So I'm going to go ahead and screen share my team in. Trying as again. of right now, screen share. Can't even say it. <laughs> the name of my team is uh, Mr. Rogers Neighborhood because Aaron Rodgers is my quarterback. I had the second overall pick. Uh, I think this is a 10-person league. Uh, yeah. So obviously not not the most stretched out that um, a roster has been before. Sure. Aaron Rodgers at quarterback. Christian McCaffrey uh, as RB1. And then my league uh, has a running back wide receiver slot in there. So you could either put a running back or wide receiver in those slots. Wow. Um, I went ahead and put uh, Amon Ross St. Brown and Damian Pierce in those two slots. Uh, yep. My true wide receiver one is A.J. Brown, who is going up against New England this, this week. Uh, sure. So I'm feeling yeah. pretty confident about that. Uh, really, I'm just confident about my whole team because I also got TJ Hawkinson. And the yeah. guy that I'm starting TJ Hawkinson over is none other than Evan Ingram. And Brandon Cooks is my flex, which I think is a strong flex. Evan McPherson, my kicker. The Bills, my defense. Mm -hmm. The only conundrum I face in week one is that Aaron Rodgers uh, is playing against Buffalo, who is my defense. So, yeah. so one of them is going to go off. Uh, and the other's going to do poorly because of it. The rest of my yeah. bench looks like George Pickens, uh, Evan Ingram, Anthony Richardson, Tyler Boyd, and the Patriots defense. I'm really yeah. just saving up for uh, the time of the year where bye weeks start rolling in to use yeah. the Patriots defense. I'm probably going to wind up dropping them, though, if we're being honest. Um, yeah. The, the only other conundrum that I'm facing is that my team is named Mr. Rogers Neighborhood. But Anthony Richardson is projected to score more points against Jacksonville than Aaron Rodgers scores against Buffalo. So I Awkward. want to start Anthony Richardson week one yeah. just because he's projected more points. Let's see what happens. But I'm not confident in a rookie QB uh, in his first ever right, yeah. NFL. Yeah. And it's the home game. So you hope he's comfortable. But but yeah. I don't know if I'm confident starting him uh, week mm -hmm. one. So this is this is my team. This is what we're looking at. Um, I'm looking yeah. forward to, to seeing what happens with this. So I'll go ahead and stop sharing so you can uh, screen share your team in here. Yep. Great. I think uh, I did well in the draft. Got it. Uh, yeah. My first round pick was Christian McCaffrey. Uh, Peyton, I was actually on the phone with you the entire time the draft was happening. So you were. You know better than anybody else that I missed out on Alvin Kamara. I missed mm -hmm. out on Josh Allen. Uh, missed out on a lot of guys like that by a single pick. You did. All right, yeah. Can you see my screen? Are we good? Yeah, we're all good. All right, great. Yeah, so um, my uh, my name is uh, team name is Team Peach. Uh, I got people down here that uh, my nickname is Peach. Uh, there's a whole story that goes behind that, but um, anyway. So um, actually, I'll leave it up to you guys. Do you, if you guys have a creative name that you guys want to shoot in uh, to help me out, um, doesn't uh, well, I would like it for it to be football related. Uh, shoot it our way. I would love yeah. to be able to uh, have a name that you guys pick and. Um, yeah, so uh, going into it, here's what I got. Um, so it is a six-person league, so that's why probably you'd be like, Whoa, Oh, my gosh, stuck. you're absolutely loaded. Yeah, so we got Joe oh Burrow. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> we got Joe Burrow, quarterback. I really love uh, really love Joe Burrow, um, but uh, I love Trevor Lawrence. Too. Um, then we got uh, Christian McCaffrey and Saquon Barkley in my running back position. And what we have in our league is a three-wide receiver. 
Um, three wide receiver league. So I got CeeDee Lamb, Amari Cooper, and Christian Kirk in there. TJ Hawkinson coming in as my tight end with the 49ers defense and the dog of a kicker, Justin Tucker. Your team's loaded. Like, even yeah. though it's only a six-person league, winding up with McCaffrey and Saquon on the same team sounds like you're cheating. It, yeah, it, it it really is cheating. I projected 130, um, 130 points this week. So yeah, that's I'm really insane. hoping that things go well. I'm hoping that all these teams have a good first week, or all all, the, all these players. I mean, sorry, I'll have a good first week. I'm worried about CD Lamb though against the New York Giants. I know we were talking about that, and the Giants will probably uh, come out as the victors there. But I'm liking my starting lineup as of right now. Yeah, I'm liking it. Yeah, you're so, looking solid. Yeah, moving on to my reserves. Here's who we got. All right, so. I have Trevor Lawrence, dog. Yeah. Love that guy. Um, Terry, uh, Terry McLaurin, um, he is questionable. I would have him in the starting lineup, um, but uh, I'm waiting out. I'm seeing it. I'll probably uh, have him in place uh, with either uh, Christian Kirk or Amari Cooper. Um, probably Christian Kirk, um, as much as I love him and as much as I, I know that he's going to be a weapon in this uh, first game against the Colts. Maybe not the case. I have no idea yet. I'm still kind of debating on that one. Um, and then Brandon Cooks, the guy that you have, Alex, um, yep. as well. Um, I believe he's in your starting line in the flex position. That's the one thing yes. that we don't have um, in this league. We don't have a flex position. And then uh, we have DeAndre Swift out of Philadelphia, who uh, played for the Lions last year, had a good season. Uh, so excited about that one, just to kind of uh, place you it got in there. Dak on your team? You're going to sit here and say that the, the Cowboys missed the playoffs and then take Dak in, in a six-person league? Hey, yeah, that's so, 12 quarterbacks max taken. You're telling right. me that Dak is a top 12 quarterback? No, so here's here's the thing. So here's the thing. Okay. Before right, we so, get oh, anything, sorry, I blew up. <laughs> before we get anything started here, okay? Okay. Um, let me go through the rest of my team here, all right? All right, um, all right sorry. No, that's okay. It's okay. <laughs> with you. Uh, Raheem Mostert, um, I got uh, out of Miami. Uh, that would be, that'd be interesting to see how he does to start off the season. Jacoby Myers, who's uh, – uh, used to play for the New England Patriots, I believe, now over here in Las Vegas with Jimmy Garoppolo. I don't think he's going to get a lot of touches because he got Dante Adams there. So, all right. And now, so we got the Dak Prescott here. I see that. I see that now. Okay. I see that. I did kind of bash him a little bit and saying it's a make or break year for him. I agree. I'm going to be honest with you. Here, I'm going to give you an out. I'm going to give you an out. Let's hope that you take it. You took Dak Prescott because it's a make-or-break year for him. You spend the entire first half of the podcast saying that you Mm -hmm. don't think he does it, but you took him in in your fantasy league just in case he does make it this year. Just in case it's an MVP caliber year, you have Dak Prescott. That's what you did, right? See, I would love to say that. Oh, oh no. (laughs) But Jacoby Myers and Dak Prescott were my auto picks. So oh, I had no okay. Time. All right. No. Okay. That's so fine. I I turned off my I turned off my phone. I was I was picking through it on my phone because it was like a last minute. Let's just go ahead and get a, a league uh, going and uh, started. I picked all the way up until uh, Mostert. I was just like, you know what? I really don't care who I pick in these last two. I got my team. I got my guys. Uh, if I could get a yeah. wide receiver at in in those last two, I'd be satisfied. I did. I got a Jacoby Myers, but then I was like, uh, it auto picked the uh, Prescott. So, Dak Prescott will most likely either be dropped or traded for some value on my team. But 
good. I'm liking, I'm liking it so far. So, all right. Yeah, that is my team. Um, and yeah, send recommendations for, um, team names. names for me. My way. I would love to get to just use one of the names that I see. So yeah. Yeah. All right. Cool. Um, that's a perfect segue to go ahead and start wrapping it up today. Yeah. Uh, this is Diamonds and Hashmarks. Uh, go ahead and check us out on most of the socials, not not Instagram, but five star reviews, Apple Podcasts, and uh, Spotify are definitely helpful. Um, yeah. Go ahead and uh, interact with us the most that you can. Please do. Add us on Twitter. Um, answer the questions on Spotify um, and on Twitter uh, if we do post there. Man, I'm still trying to make all that work. Uh, but for the final time today, this is Diamonds and Hashmarks. I am your host, Alex Pichardo. I'm the co-host, Peyton Pichardo. Yiddy. Okay. Uh, <laughs> it's a good thing that we're wrapping up right now. So. Oh, and it's your reaction. <laughs> oh, that, that might be, that might yeah. be a thing that I do at the end of you the You should episode. do that to open up the episode instead of closing the episode so that more people see it. Yiddy. Okay. So Sorry. that's it for today. Um, <laughs> Do all the things, like, subscribe, all that stuff. But also, be on the lookout for an episode on Monday because we're going to drop another one around that time. We'll be so, there. Yeah, we'll see you guys around. All right. See you.